This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The fan is better when you're part of it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Salakata back on the fan, 877-337-6666 is the number to call. Talking a little Yankees after they get crushed 11-0. Talking Mets and the prospects. Mets getting set to start their 10-game West Coast trip. I always loved the West Coast trips as a young fan, even as a fan, an old fan now, where there's that bonding experience that takes place because it's just you and the team, everybody else in the house is sleeping. It's all quiet, and you know the lights are all off. Everybody say it's, and it's just you and the team, and it's a great bonding experience. I always felt that way. As if you could stay up, now I would always remember waking up. You know, I'd fall asleep in the seventh or eighth inning, or the eighth or ninth. You know, whatever before the game went final, I wake up, watch the highlights. Oh, John Franco gave up a game-winning base hit to Tony Gwynn as the Padres beat the Mets three-two, and whatever it was. But I love the. Um, the West Coast trips. A great bonding experience. And and Mets will get started on their 10-game West Coast trip tomorrow night in Oakland. The other thing we've been talking about, the five winter teams in the postseason. First time since 1994. And what a freaking year that was. Knicks, Nets, Rangers, Islanders, Devils. Now, my colleague over at SNY and former producer, big-time, long-time producer at NBC, Doug Safchek is on the line right now. And I wanted to have Doug on because I was having great conversation with him. I always have great conversation with him in the SNY newsroom. But he is a huge, diehard Rangers fan, lifelong season ticket holder with the Rangers, and somebody who, like I said, worked, you know, he used to produce Francesa's show at NBC, did a bunch of stuff for the NBA on NBC, which was the best thing. You know, that whole theme song, which is nothing better than that. But he is an encyclopedia when it comes to the Rangers or even those Knicks days. So I wanted Doug to give us a call, and he has right now on his way home from SNY. Doug Safchek joins the show. Doug, how we doing? Sal, I'm stuck in traffic heading to the GWB, but I'm glad to talk to you again. Nothing better than that, sitting in traffic, headed toward the GWB, just trying to get home after a long day of work. But now you're on the fan with me, and we get to talk some puck here. Dude, I mean, is this the year? I mean, 94, there are some some similarities here now. Five winner teams in. That last time that happened was the cup-winning year for our Rangers. How you feeling going into this playoff series with the Devils, Doug? Uh, Sal, I love when you talk about 1994. You know that. You know that. Um, so, 
listen, you know, I was thinking about this, and, you know, when last June, after game six, the loss in, in Tampa, right, you know, you sit there and you say, man, it's, it's going to take forever to get back to this point, right? Mm. So you go, you go through the 82-game regular season, and now here we are again. And it's round one against who? The, the New Jersey Devils. I mean, it's this is so great. It's so great for for hockey in our area. But Rangers Devils, Sal. I mean, come on. I'm not right? sure I can handle. I'm not sure I'm ready for this. It's been a while, and we owe the the Ranger fans owe the Devils one for 2012, which I always believe was the that was Lundqvist's opportunity. That was their best shot. That year, unfortunately, they didn't beat the Devils in the Eastern Conference Finals. That was his opportunity. We owe the Devils for that one. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, my wife and I were at Game Six in, in 2012 at the Rock, and Henrique scored that goal, and he celebrated coming into the corner where we were seated. Okay, and I remember saying to my wife Stephanie. Let's go. Because I, I, usually I'll stay to watch, like, the handshakes, you know, because I love the tradition and all that. I couldn't sit there and watch it. I walked out of that <laughs> building, and I'll never forget that feeling I had losing to the Devils in their building over time, game six, with a, you know, and then watching the Devils go to the Cup that year. But, you know, uh, listen, this is going to be amazing. Um, I think, let's face it, you know, you and I have been talking for a couple of months now. Who do you want in the first round? Who do you want in the first round, right? And it was pick your poison because I think both both Carolina and the Devils present challenges for this Rangers team. Um, I, I, I think every Ranger fan deep down is a little concerned, right? Um, well, those normal I, nerves, right? Normal nerves about fa- facing your hated rival. You don't want to lose. You don't want to lose ever, but to them especially. Right, and, and, and let's face facts. The Devils have had an unbelievable season, right? Every time we thought that they would come back to earth, they didn't. Like, they just kept going and going and going. And you know what, Sal? Their speed is an issue. Like, the Devils' speed gave the Rangers fits in the, in the four games this regular season. And led by, you know, Jack Hughes, like, the, the speed is going to be a problem here, Right. So how, how do you combat it? Well, the guy, the guy, you know, in the nets for us. Right. Igor's got to be Igor. You know, Igor's got to be what he was last year. And, um, you know, it's, it's a little scary, but uh, listen, you know, LGR, baby. Let's no, LGR, baby. I'm pumped up, though. Come on. I want the same path or similar. You know, the Caps aren't in there, so you can't take them out. And the Canucks, whatever. But I want the Devils, and I want the Islanders. I don't care what order it is. I think maybe that's what we need to get back to the top to hoist Lord Stanley's Cup once again. Yeah, and, you know, listen, your audience needs to know, you know, Sal's been, Sal was dying to make sure the Islanders were in that metropolitan bracket. Like, he... He has, Sal has a path here, okay? <laughs> Sal has, Sal's path to the cup is uh, his first stop jersey. That's right, baby. Take those devils out. <laughs> and then second stop at, at Sal's home sweet home at UBS. The UBS Arena, baby. I know every inch of that owner's suite. I want to see them crying, all of them. Podvin, all the Trottier, all those guys. Mr. Ledecky I like. But the rest of the hour, I want to see them all crying in that box. All right, so, so Sal, listen, you, you need to make Ranger fans a promise, okay? Yeah. In, in round two, if we play the Islanders and we beat the Islanders, we need to burn that vest. All right, okay. done deal. I, you have my word, and I like that vest. It fits very nicely. I love it. Hey, you look good in that vest. Okay? I do look good. It accentuates my arms, which is probably my best attribute physically. Uh, but I, you have my word. I like that idea, Doug. If and when the Rangers face the Islanders, when the Rangers eliminate the Islanders, I am going to set fire to that vest and no more Islanders equipment and or, or material, whatever, in my house. That sounds great. Now, uh, hey, listen. I'm I'm gonna throw two names at you, okay? Like two two X factors, I think, for the Rangers here in, in the playoffs and in this series. You ready? Yeah. First off, the, one of these guys I know you dig, 
Vincent Trocek. Love him. Uh, I I think he is going to be an X factor. He's the best face off guy we have. He's also one of the few forwards that's got a little grit and a little jam to his game. Uh, I think he could be an X factor here. Um, I really do, and I think he he might he'll show you why the Rangers gave him that big deal in the off season. Um, I you know we all remember Ryan Strom from last year. Uh, this sixteen is better than the sixteen we had last year. Okay, right. The other the other guy is, and he's kind of the forgotten guy, but Vladimir Tarasenko. Mm. You know, uh, Vlad Cup experience with St. Louis, tons of playoff experience. You know that first game at you know at the Garden with the Rangers, he scored the goal. You know, in the first period, the place was going nuts. And then after we got Patrick Kane, it was kind of, it kind of became a little bit of a forgotten man, I think. But I, I'm looking for Tarasenko to have a strong series against Jersey and really, really step up and be a terrific Ranger here in the postseason. I love it. You're right. Everybody focuses on the stars with Kane and obviously, you know, Panarin or Zabinajad or Kreider. But I love that. You could go with Trocek, who's just an absolute gamer, and then Tarasenko, who could be an X-Factor. Do you worry about the defense at all? I mean, Lindgren's got to be healthy. Like, Where are you looking at a weak spot for this Rangers team? You talk about the speed that the Devils have, but we know the Rangers have Shesterkin. If he's playing in his game, where are the Rangers? Where's the holes on this team? Well, you know, and listen, you know, I, I, know, I know how much you love Lindgren, you know, I know we've we've talked about that that stretch of games where he was out, and they certainly missed him. And Adam Fox missed him a ton. Mm. Um, listen, I, I think defensively the Rangers have some holes. You know, they they tend to uh, the games against the Devils. They they gave up some unbelievable scoring chances. You know, in, in all four games, and again the Devils' speed will will lead to odd man rushes against the Rangers. You know, the threes aren't. Three on twos, the two on ones. We saw that in the March 30th game at the Rock. Uh, the, the Devils had tons of odd man rushes against the Rangers in that game. Uh, yeah, the Rangers defensively. Listen, you know and I know the Rangers can score, right? With with that top six, with with Mika and Kreider and mm. Kane and, and and Panarin, the Rangers can score, right? But defensively, I don't think they're great. Um, I think that's where the weakness is, and that's where Igor is going to have to stand on his head. That's what, yeah, that's what they need. To, look, they need that to win the cup. There's no question about that. We're talking with Doug's, Doug Savchek, producer at SNY, longtime producer at NBC, and produced Mike Dub. And I think the question that everybody wants to know, Doug, is uh, was that bowl of popcorn real that was in front of Mike all those years? <laughs> yeah, you know, okay, so I'll tell you. Um, my wife was in charge of the bowl. Okay. Really? That bowl got yeah. so much play. Remember that? Everybody would talk about that. Oh, oh, the candy God. in there. What's in there? <laughs> it, it was it was her job each week to come up with something different and creative to put in that massive snack bowl <laughs> on that coffee table. <laughs> and and you know we we had fun with it. We had a great time with it. Mike Mike would never touch that bowl. Okay, he would never dip into that bowl. Um, I don't blame him. But um, but. It, it was it was so much fun to have you know being part of that show and doing that show every Sunday night with Mike and you know you, you know how I feel about Mike and I think you and I kind of have the same feelings towards him and he he's a legend and you know th- those were some of the best times best best nights of my life. So. Oh, I miss, no, I miss him. I hey look maybe I'll shoot him a text and see if we could get to a Ranger game together. I highly <laughs> doubt it, but wouldn't that be nice? Hey Mike, by the way, can you get us a couple? Dougie and I want to come sit with you up on the glass. Where's Barry? Hey, all right. So, so that leads to the next question, Sal. So, we don't know the schedule yet, right? I don't think the NHL has released it. So, when when are we going to see Sal at the Garden? Well, that's the thing. I was going to bring that up to you. First of all, are you going to any of the games at the Rock? Um, I, I you know what? I kind of got to wait. I, I need to see the schedule. You know, like, um. But you, no, but no. would you plan on assuming that the schedule allows? Were you planning on trying to go to the road game? You'll be yes. at every home game, of course. Yes, yes, I would. I would most certainly try to uh, get to as many games in Newark as possible, uh, for sure. I bet you know, in 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 2012, I was at a couple of games. 
In 97, when they played, I was at the clinching game when Graves scored on the wraparound when he beat Brodeur. Uh, I think that was game five. Uh, 94, Sal, I was at the Messier Guarantee game, uh, May, May 25, 1994. I actually sat first row behind the devil's bench that night with my brother and my girlfriend, who's now my wife. And when Messier led that comeback, we were screaming in the little partition in the glass at the devil's defenseman. You know, Niedermeyer, you suck. And, you know, it was... It was that that might be the greatest night of my life, actually. Even more than the Game Seven winning the Cup, huh? Or the Ra- Game Seven Rangers Devils? Yeah, the, the Game Six Messier game at, at at the Meadowlands stands out for me as the the single greatest sporting event that I have ever been to, um, because of you know the history, the guarantee, you know the you know the fifty four year thing and. You know, we were down in that game early, and then, you know, listen, when you're down in that game and and in Rangers fashion, those are the games usually you get closed out in, right? Right. But that night was just something special, and it was something different and something I had – I've never seen before in my life and we'll never see again. But And, and I hope, uh, yeah, I, I hope that this is, and I love talking hockey with you. You know that in the newsroom and you're an encyclopedia with the Rangers and it brings back memories for me. You know, I was younger watching this team through the 94 playoffs and starting to go to playoff games. My first playoff game was 97. We were reminiscing about that a little bit earlier in the newsroom. Yeah, yeah. Let's hope, Doug, that this year is another one of those years where we could talk about 10, 15, 20 years from now thinking back to this 2023 run where the Rangers won another Stanley Cup. Oh, Sal, that is just, that sounds beautiful to me. I mean, I've, I've been a season ticket holder. This is my 36th year, okay? Um, I, and I'll, I'll date myself. I, I got this season tickets when I was in high school, okay? And 36 years, I've seen some a couple of great moments, but unfortunately a lot of bad moments. And... <laughs> Hopefully this year, Sal, we have a nice, long Stanley Cup playoff run in us, and you and I could have a great time together in the SNY newsroom. And, uh, I, I, God, I can't wait till next week. Agreed, Doug. I appreciate the few minutes. Get home safe. Looking forward to seeing you over at SNY. Let's go, Rangers, baby! Sal! Sal, let's go, Rangers! Let's go, Rangers! Take care, brother. Thank you, Doug. See you later. Let's go, Rangers! Igor, Igor, there is nothing better than playoff hockey. Islander fans know it. Devils fans know it. Rangers fans know it. There's nothing better than playoff hockey. Beat the Rangers. Yo, no, delete that, Connor. Where is that? That's going to get burnt along with the vest. Oh, that's Fleeks back there. No wonder why. I forgot. Fleeks Fleeks took over 20 minutes ago. Delete that, Fleeks. How dare you, the Islander fans. Beat the Rangers. That was edited. You, I no, that was that, no, was, that pure. was You're edited. lucky I didn't no, save more no, from no. that. That was edited. That was edited. I don't remember that. <laughs> Woo, we're fired up. I Boomer Esiason remembers that. Oh, no, Boomer. We're good now. I donated. Boomer was appreciative of that. I came in the other day. I saw Boomer in the studio. I was wearing my Rangers jacket, my Rangers t-shirt. You're ready for every Rangers loss in the postseason for when Jerry plays the highlight and Eddie plays. Bleep! Oh, no, yeah, I hope they delete that. We got to get rid of that. That's a bad one. Oh, yeah, Eddie Scazzeri, famous for deleting drops. Are you, Fleegs, going to go to, Fleegs, of course, a huge Islanders fan. Are you going to go to any games at UBS? You got to get to one, no? I would like to. We'll see if I'm able to pull it off. Or is it the price? Are they out of control or just the schedule? We don't even know the schedule. It's a lot of it. So when are we going to know the schedules here for these teams? We have no, like, are we going to get it tonight, tomorrow morning? Like, come on now. The two games tomorrow are meaningless, right? I got to see if the stars. I was looking at. The I mean, they're definitely meaningless for the Eastern Conference. I don't right, know if they mean true. something for the West, but it would just be seeding because the Western teams clinched the eight teams the, before the East. The only game it could just be the top seed, the Stars and the Avalanche, the top two seeds in the West. Uh, excuse me, in the Central, not even in the West. That's Vegas Golden Knights. So it could just be the Central Division that is up for grabs. But I want to see what happened here tonight as I was looking at it. Uh, where Dallas was playing St. Louis. Of course, this mouse isn't working here. 
La, 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 la. Dallas did beat St. Louis. So Dallas won their game, which means that that's it. That game means nothing. The Avalanche have a game tomorrow. It should mean nothing because Dallas is now at 108. No, on- so what I'm seeing, the Avalanche are oh. at 107, so they could pass them. Oh, so the Avalanche won tonight, too. And the too. Kraken are fourth in the Pacific right now. They could, if they win and the Kings lose in regulation, they could tie them, and maybe they have the tiebreaker. Okay, so those games might mean something then in the West, I guess. No, wait. The Avalanche game will definitely mean something because they're playing for the division. All right, I forgot the Avalanche play tonight and tomorrow. So the Stars won their game tonight. Had the Avalanche lost, it would have been over. But the Avalanche won, so they can still win that division with a win tomorrow. So, okay, so that game means something. Maybe they're going to wait for it or not. But the scheduling, come on. Especially here in New York, we got the Nets, we got the Knicks, we got the Rangers, Islanders, Devils. We need to find out what's going on here. At least do what the NBA did. Let us know the official dates and times for game one. And then say we'll figure out the rest in a day or two. Because we can then map it out basically from there. And this is one thing I didn't get to with Doug right there, but he brought up this great point before Fleegs. And he knows himself, like I said, longtime producer at NBC and was trying to map it out. There is a, you know, obviously you have the Knicks Friday night, right? Friday night is game three for the Knicks at home at the Garden. Saturday, there is a Billy Joel concert. They cannot do, Doug was telling me, you cannot have a day game and then a concert at night. They can't turn it over that quickly. And then the Knicks scheduled Sunday at 1 for game 4, which means, remember we talked about this the other day. That was my first thought when I saw the Knicks are an afternoon game on Sunday. That means the Rangers Rangers are playing 8 o'clock Sunday night. So the way that that would work, so I was asking Doug, because I'm trying to buy tickets, hey, when do you think this is going to be? He said, I'm thinking it's going to be Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. Which you would think then means the Islanders are going to be like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Monday, Wednesday, Saturday. You would think they try to split up could the they do, as much though, as they can. Could they do Rangers Monday and Tuesday because it's or, – or just do Monday, Wednesday? They've done it before, and they, they will throw back-to-backs in there. But because some of the series are starting on Tuesday, maybe just – they could also do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, well, no. Sunday's game four. Can't do that. Because oh, right, the Knicks. Yeah. So that's why Friday's out, Saturday out. With knowing that, it's either going to be Thursday for Game 3 or Sunday, right? It has to be. So it could be Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Thursday Sunday. Right. That's the way so it'll be Game 4 Sunday. That's the way they could do. I think it's more likely they'll do Tuesday, Tuesday Thursday, Thursday, Sunday. Now I'm fascinated by it. And I was looking at tickets. Dude, did you happen to look at the Knicks price for tickets? No. I mean, the Knicks regular season prices were absurd for a team that finished in fifth place. You're talking about over 400 bucks to get in. I and mean, listen, people want to waste their money like that. Free country. I, I can't do it. But it's different. to Rangers, Devils, I'll pay 3 And the Rangers have a chance to win a Stanley Cup. Right, the the Knicks, Knicks have a chance to win a series. Right. But still, maybe it's because the Rangers are regulars in the postseason. You know, the Knicks are not. This is six years in the last twenty, you know, six time in the last twenty plus years or whatever it's been. So that's an element too. My issue is not even the price. The price is bad, but it's a crappy seat as well. Like if that were the price to sit in the two hundreds, lower two hundreds, okay, fine. Anywhere for the basketball games that are in the upper two hundreds, it's a crappy seat. I sat there last year. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like it's that bad. Of a seat in the new garden the way that it is. And you're going to pay 400 bucks for that? Listen, I Even love going worse, to maybe? games. I met season tickets. I go all the time. There are certain places where you could, they say, oh, there's not a bad seat in the house. Maybe not a bad seat, but there are certain seats where it's a million times better to watch on TV and not spend a dime. At the garden for a hoops game, yes. Rangers, not so bad. But for the garden, yeah. And there's no bad seat at UBS. At least if there is, I haven't seen it. Uh, although I've been hanging out in the owner's suite the last couple of times. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. 
In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Got clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Santana into the windup. The payoff pitch on the way. Swung out and missed. Strike three. He's done it. Johan Santana has pitched the no-hitter. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. On the fan, 877-337-6666 is the number to call. I know you guys have been holding on a little bit, and I appreciate it. We'll get to you here. Eric is calling from Yonkers. Good morning, Eric. What's on your mind here on this now Friday morning? Hey, Sal. Hey, Eric. What's up, dude? Hey, how are you? Uh, I'm a big fan. Guess what? Guess how big I am. I'm five foot seven, 250 pounds. Wow, that's but anyway, pretty big. <laughs> anyway, uh... <laughs> The reason why I was calling, any any update on Keith's baby? No, uh, I do not have one, so I'm not going to uh, speak out of uh, turn here. I'm not sure what the situation is. I, I just know, I think he, the last he told me was that they were going to have it this week. So Yeah, I know, that's what I said. Yeah, I, but I have not heard, I'm, I'll let Keith, uh, I guess, get that message out there, whether we get the company email or whether he tweets it out there or something, so, uh, but right, I'm assuming okay. any day. I'm just curious, but yeah. anyway... Uh, let me ask you a question. I don't know if you watched the Yankee game in first inning. Yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, Wasn't much anyway. of a game. I mean, it was a home run derby. Right? Yeah, right. It, it, was, it was crazy. Anyway, let me ask you a question. You know, they, they scored nine runs in the first inning and 11 nothing in the second inning. What would you rather do, lose a game 11 nothing, or would you rather go to the 16th inning and lose one nothing? Um. Well, I'd rather have a game, so I'd rather go to the 16th inning and lose one nothing. Yeah, but then you use all your pitches. Well, I mean, yeah, but you're asking me from an entertainment standpoint or from a standpoint of you know trying to manage uh, through the next day. From an entertaining standpoint, like if you went to that game, if you paid to go to that Yankee game last night, right? That that's a that's a rough one. At least if you right, go to a 16 right. inning game, you get a game. There was no game being played last night. That right. game was over in the top half of the first. Right. Right. I guess you're right. Yeah. Well, from that know. standpoint, I mean, look, you, losing a heartbreaker obviously hurts a little bit more than a laugher. But, I mean, for the experience of watching, we didn't really get a game last night, Eric. And thank you for the call. There was no game, which sucks because I wanted to come on and react to the game. It was finally the one game where you don't have to worry about Mets and Yankees playing at the same time. This was a clean cut. Mets are off. Let's go. Let's focus in on the Yankees tonight and come on afterward. And before you can, you know, sit down in your seat, or before you can even get the, you know, the dinner ready and and get comfy, it's over. One home run after another. Ken is calling from Queens. What's up, Ken? Yeah, how you doing, Sal? Before I get to our Mets, I guess we can uh, put to bed there uh, with the superstar Johnny Brito. Everybody was so uh, gung ho on this guy. <laughs> well, he was. I love Johnny Brito. I think he's going to be fine. Brito's nasty. I mean, he got lit up last night. That's bound to happen for a young kid. Now you got to see how he responds, and only then will we find out exactly. what Johnny Brito really is. But he's. I mean, the yeah. movement on his pitches is nasty. His fastball, though, comes in pretty straight, though, so that's... Usually, well, they were flying out of there today were, straight. That looks like what they were hitting tonight. His fastball was pretty straight. Anyway, forget about him. I don't really care. Boy, the Jets aren't fooling around already. Brandon Mann, their punter released today. Boy, I saw that. Boy. They released Braden Mann. He stinks. Yeah, I know. There's more to come. Believe me, there'll be more to come uh, with, with that. Anyway, as far as our Mets, I'll take right now, if you tell me next weekend, by the time they finish this road trip, and they finish 5-5, five and five, I'll be happy. Uh, I don't know. What See, now, why Why would you already. be? You no, know, you can't. Yeah. Why would you be happy with that? Can we talk about this earlier? Isn't it time to I'm raise expectations? 
Okay, let me just tell you quickly why. I think you're Oakland two out of three. I know everybody says sweet, but you know there's going to be one in game and Oakland's going to win. Okay, so two out of three in Oakland. The Dodgers, they always have problems in Dodger Stadium, so I'm going to give the Dodgers two out of three, okay? And then Frisco, where our friends are waiting for us, Mr. Ross, yeah. Mr. Conforto, Mr. Flores, we'll uh, J.D. Davis. Series. <laughs> Yeah, all right, but That's but I I get I get how you're breaking it down. My point is it shouldn't be. Look, if the Mets go five and five, you take it and move on. But the expectations for a team with the highest payroll in baseball, for a team that has World Series aspirations, the expectations going in need to be a little bit higher than five and five. I'm saying seven I and know, three. I'm not saying the injuries. It's a different story. But right now, you know, we have some key injuries, and that's going to hurt us. And so, like I said, I'll take five and five, run it with it, and then uh, we'll take it from there when they come back, uh, you know, from the home st- uh, to the homestead. Yeah, no, I'm not, and thanks for the call, Ken. No, I'm not buying that. You want to win the division or not? Five and five is not going to get it done. Playing 500 ball is not going to get it done. Atlanta off to a nine and four start on the year. You know, the, 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 Five and five is okay, but for for the BC Mets before Cohen, this is a new team. This is higher expectations here. Raise those expectations. Now, last year, remember last year we were doubting what was the situation, please? Because last year we were trying to find out what was going on with this team, where we were at, where we thought that that might be the first time that they would get tripped up where maybe we weren't believing in this Mets team, the injuries that they had going in there. Uh, what was it? Remind me, please, because I remember it being a bigger deal last year with the Mets on that 10-game West Coast trip. Well, last year the West Coast trip was a little bit after Scherzer got hurt. There right. was already no DeGrom. So, oh, yeah, and they were no, playing the Dodgers who didn't lose. The Dodgers didn't lose, and you play, they were playing the Padres, the Dodgers, and the Angels. So the competition was a little bit different because you had two great teams and – Remember, the Angels hadn't completely gone into the tank yet. They were struggling. Didn't they, they start fired. hot and then they cooled off last right, year. Right, right. right. They had already cooled off, but they weren't like they weren't Oakland A's terrible. Like, when this was trip, that? You went. What, what month was that? That was the first week of June into the second week of June. Okay, there you go. Right. So it's earlier, obviously, way earlier in the season this year. But and it yeah. was right after the le- one of the last games or the last weeks before the Mets went on the trip was when they lost Scherzer. So you were going in with. Not the top two guys in your pitching rotation. Yeah, the Mets don't have Verlander this year, but Scherzer's still there. Senga's there. And again, you're playing in competition. You're playing one really good team, one okay team, and one team that is, without question, the worst in baseball and one of the worst we've seen in years. That's the big difference. You're right. That last year was twofold. The Mets were banged up legitimately right away going into that series with no Scherzer and DeGrom. And the Dodgers were unbeatable last year, it seemed. And that was the series that really, to me, showed that this team was legit. That Dodgers series, I thought for sure they were going to lose three out of four, maybe get swept. Remember the way that it started, too, where that Friday night game, right, was the way well, it no, started? No, it was a four-game series. So, was bad Thursday? Thursday night game, that was when, I think, Bassett pitched. Got no, 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 lit. Thursday night game was, I forget who pitched, but it was a rough game. Bassett Somebody pitched Friday got night because I was on the plane. And they were down to, it might have been Taiwan Walker got lit up, but then I was at the Saturday game. That was Peterson pitching. They win. And then Sunday was the extra inning game with uh, Medina, with Medina right? closing yeah. it out. And that was a Trevor Williams start. So wow. they were, they lose the first two games with your two of your veterans. Oh, right. And came back the top and two guys remaining at that time. And then games three and four with Peterson and Williams, and they salvaged them. And then they ended up losing uh, the series in San Diego before winning the one in L.A. But that was a really encouraging split just to start that off the four games against the Dodgers. And the Dodgers are not as good this year. And like you said, that the A's to start this, I mean, that's a, you got to sweep that series. I joked to you in the, the break. Like, and I know we say normally five and five. Like, to me, six and four is the minimum here because I know you lose games. It's baseball. Stuff happens. The Mets just – any team that loses to the Oakland A's right now – it's an embarrassment. In the first 13 games of the year, they've given up 101 runs. They're 3-10. and 10. Don't they, lose. They're, they're, not, they're not starting a single pitcher. Like, as, as banged up as the Mets pitchers are right now and the Yankees pitchers are right now, 
they don't have a single starting pitcher who could crack either rotations when they're going seven deep. Their don't payroll lose. is almost $300 million less. I mean, it is $58 their big, million. You know who their big offseason addition was, right? No, I forget who. Trevor May and his 9-plus ERA this year. That's Trevor May is on the A's? I didn't even know that. What did yeah. they sign him to? Two and he gave up runs today against the Orioles. Oh, he stinks. Yeah, if the Mets don't sweep that series, it's a disappointment. So, yeah, for the reasons Fleet just brought up, Dodgers aren't as good. They're off to a slow start anyway. But last year, they're unbeatable. Giants are whatever. And maybe that's the spot where the Mets get into trouble because of all those former Mets, typical. But then they play the A's. The A's stink. Five and five, that would not be good. I mean, you take it because anytime on the road, you play five margin on the road, whatever. But no, they got to go higher than that. And you know who else is in that A's bullpen, right? So May was the big offseason addition, but there's somebody they added more recently. Who? Jarese Familia. Oh, my God. The A's. Now, didn't he go there? Didn't the Mets trade him there a couple years ago? That was where they traded him yeah. in 2018, yeah. All right. Before he came back. And they brought him back. They got Familia in May. Mets are going to see a lot of former Mets on this trip. This is going to be the, like, hopefully, before the kids even get here, like, the exercise demon trade. Like, you want to show something to Mets fans, don't lose to a bunch of former Met rejects. And one guy who they never should have let walk in Wilmer Flores. But the other guys, in all, in some form or another, were guys who, maybe they, excluding Familia because he had his great years, the rest of them could not cut it here. Darren Ruff became the worst player alive when he tried to play in Queens. And now he's ripping. Trevor May yeah. could not pitch for the New York Mets. J.D. Davis was very up and down last year. He could not hit in the Mets uniform, goes to San Fran, and all of a sudden he's able to hit home runs nah, again they and sweep. rake against lefties. They got to sweep the A's. I'm sorry. It can't be anything less than the A's. Raise your expectations, this 500 stuff. 877-337-6666. Mark is in Red Bank. What's up, Mark? Hi, Sal. Hi, Mark. How are you? How are you? Yeah, very good. You know, I was listening to you the other night, and you were talking about the right call, right? Uh, you talking about last night? No, I'm talking, yeah, yesterday. Yeah, when I was on yesterday, yeah, last night. Right. Now, the right call. You saw, you're you you're referencing the, right the Cleveland Yankees game with the uh, the review and the first uh, first inning of that game where the umpires ended up getting overturning the call and got the call right, yes. That's correct. Right. What about it? Did the right did the right call end up with the right result though? Uh I'm I'm not sure what you mean by that. Well, I'm telling you. You can't replay the game, right? Right. You listen to all your calls they're calling in and they're, you know, suggesting, you know, it's X, Y, and Z or whatever it may be. What I'm trying to say is whether Hicks caught the ball or didn't mm. caught the ball, right? When you go to a replay, can you go back and revisit the game? Uh, well, I mean, you're replaying and reviewing the play that just took place. So That's correct. So, in other words, you want a simple solution to the problem? What? All right, second and third. Review the play. You determine... He didn't catch the ball. Then you got to make a determination. Did the guy go from third to home? That's a run, right? Right, but I, but I don't understand what you're what you're talking about here. With the the play that was under view was whether he caught the ball or not. Yeah, no, I understand. Right, but what I'm trying to say to you is the, the initial result was. The, and out the initial play. the initial call right exactly exactly right correct right now the initial review was whether the guy scored or not before the guy got thrown out a second well that's what somebody was saying I don't know if that's the case after reading what the umpire said after last night it was more so that the ump uh, the umps came together and thank you for the call and uh, Larry Vanover the one who got hit in the head and had to get taken to the hospital before this he had said hey we got to we got to correct this. So maybe they were going together to discuss whether or not that runner scored, you know, tagging up uh, would have scored or not before that double play took place. And then that led them to during that discussion, seeing on the big board here in the crowd and then uh, Vanover saying, hey, we got to fix this. We got to correct this. And then because they gathered, that gave Francona an opportunity to challenge. So they challenged and then that's it. The call was overturned and it turns out to be a base hit as opposed to the double play. Uh, I'm not sure what you were getting at exactly. Uh, on there. One more before we break. Eli is on the train. What's up, Eli? 
Hey, Seth. How are you, man? How are you, Eli? Appreciate you taking the time to call. What's on your mind? Yeah, what's going on, man? Um, what do you call it? Uh, first of all, um, so uh, I disagree with you about uh, about Judge. Um, I do think I do think it's okay to boo him. Um, I think it's all right to boo him when uh, you know what do you call it? Um, you know when even even if he has no sixty two runs at all in the season and all, I just because I think it's okay to it's, it's, I, it, it's because it's the postseason. You know, the postseason. I I need my stars playing. I need my stars playing up to their potential and everything. Not you know freaking out every minute there. Right, but it was the first game, if uh, memory serves. It was either the first or second game. The Yankee fans are booing Aaron Judge off of a historic record-breaking season. If that was the case, I don't remember that correctly. I thought it was remember. I thought we were booing them more in the ALCS when he didn't do anything. Oh, they were booing him against Cleveland. It was the first series. And thank you for the call, Eli. I appreciate you checking in. It was the first series against Cleveland right out of the gate. He legit came off of a 62 home run regular season, breaking a record, and he's getting booed in that same in that very next series, the first round of the postseason. No, no, you can't do that. I'm all for booing players. I would never tell fans what to do. In this particular case, however, I vehemently degree, uh, disagree. You can think about it where, remember John Carl Stanton, his first game, 0 for 5. Oh, how could Yankee fans boost in? They should boost in. Making a ton of money, not getting the job done. 0 for 5, 5 strikeouts, you should get booed. Or whatever the exact day was. Maybe it wasn't his first game, but you remember. I have no problem with that. Boo away. But to boo Judge at any point coming off of that year, I don't care if it's the postseason or not. Now, maybe, maybe if it were against Houston and the ALCS, down to the final out, Whatever. Then maybe you could be like, oh, all right, well, they're frustrated. They're going to lose again to the Astros. That was not the case. This was against Cleveland, first first series. And you could boo anybody else. You can't boo Aaron Judge. Not off of that year. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Now, is the number to call. Whatever it is you want to discuss on this now Friday morning on the fan. We've been talking a lot of Yankees. We've been talking some Mets as the Mets get set for their West Coast trip. And what are they going to do with the prospects? Yankees obviously took it on the chin to the Twinkies, which usually doesn't happen. More shocked than anything else. Brito did not look good, to say the least, but he'll be fine. I wouldn't worry about it if I'm Yankees. They'll win uh, three of four here from the Twins. They'll win the next three games and move on after winning another series. Uh, I have no doubts about that. And they just got to get some of these guys back healthy in that starting rotation. That's the one area of concern with the Yankees. How long can they hold down the fort until Rodon or Sebi come back? Because with Schmidt, Herman, Brito, that could be a little shaky as you saw last night. And then, of course, talking about the five locals getting to participate in the postseason. Knicks game one Saturday at 6 o'clock. The Nets game one as well Saturday. That's at 1 o'clock, I believe. And then you get the Rangers, Islanders, Devils all in the postseason. Rangers and Devils, of course, will meet head-to-head. We have no idea what that schedule will be. Um, our, our buddy Doug Safjack, we had on before, did text us after the fact that UBS has booked concerts for 420 and 422 so that he would guess that the Islanders series might be Monday, Wednesday, Friday, which then you piece in the Rangers and Devils, Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, which would be great. That would be perfect. You have a Ranger, uh, an Islander-Ranger game every night. Islanders, Rangers, Devils. Linda's calling from Forest Hills. What's up, Linda? Hey, Sal. How you doing? Hi, Linda. How are you this morning? Good, good. I'm going to switch it up and talk about some Rangers hockey tonight. Works for me. Um, Sal, this must be 
the toughest path to a cup the Rangers have had since 94. And I remember 94. That's my only championship as a fan, a sports fan. Well, 94 Um, wasn't tough until the Eastern Conference Finals and, of course, the Cup Finals. Other than that, they swept the Islanders, four out of five. They they beat the Caps in five. Yeah. Yeah, Caps in five. And, ugh. But, yeah, the Devils series was tough in 94, definitely. Mm. But, yeah. What do you think, Sal? Um, do you have? Do you think anybody has a shot to beat Boston? Yes, because I don't believe we talked about this a little bit last night. A caller brought it up too. You know, the President's Trophy winner. How many times have we seen them fall short? Whether it's you know uh, first round or you know Eastern Conference final, whatever it may be, it's not always like you're seeing the President's Trophy winner go out there and win the Stanley Cup every single year. But on paper, Linda, I mean, yeah, I mean, you look at Boston. How are they going to be beat? They lost twelve games all year long. Uh, in regulation, so how are they going to possibly, you know, be beat? And well, what's funny is, yeah. what's funny is, yeah, they lost twelve games all season long. The, the team with the second fewest, up until tonight, of course, was the Rangers, which surprised me. Uh, what what do you mean? Second the team fewest. With the second second fewest losses was the Rangers. That is not correct. That's what I heard on the broadcast. No, uh, Flor- you're talking about uh, losses in, in regulation here. Regulation losses. Bruins yeah. had 12. The Maple Rangers, Leafs. Up until tonight. Ma- had 21. Oh, up until tonight. Yeah, well, right. Those are the two. Yeah, up until tonight, of course. Yeah, so they were tied mm-hmm. with the Canes and the Maple Leafs. Obviously, the Rangers lost. They had 22. The Dallas Stars had 21. So, yeah, I mean, I guess you'll look at it that way. Uh, they were tied with a bunch of teams for the fewest losses in regulation, yes. But they were, and they are not anymore. Yes, and they have a bunch anymore. more teams in there. You know, with 22 uh, losses, the Rangers are tied with the Devils. Uh, either way, it doesn't matter. I mean, you're talking about 12 losses for the Bruins, a record-breaking 65-win season, 135 points. They are clear-cut. Yeah, they, right. They're insane. They're clearly got the best team in a league. So obviously they're going to be favored to go out there and win the Stanley Cup. But it is a hard, hard path to go win that Stanley Cup. And they may have, you know, they may have it easy in the first round, taking on the Florida Panthers, who are that that eight seed. But after that, you know, Toronto or Tampa Bay, that could be a dangerous, uh, very dangerous matchup in that second round. Definitely, Sal. The Devils scare me. I know they're a young team. And who would have thought, you know, a team coached by Lindy Ruff, who Ranger fans wanted out, you know, when he was here. Um, they do scare me. And they have to, this team has to find a way to stop Jack Hughes. Definitely. Well, look, the speed Definitely. of the Devils, they should be scared. Uh, they should be scary, Lindy. You should be scared of them. The speed of the Devils is going to be a problem for the Rangers. Devils are good. I mean, if you told me the Devils won this series or if they played out that way, I wouldn't be shocked. I'd be crushed. I'd be devastated, very disappointed. But I wouldn't be shocked if the Devils won this series. However, I believe the Rangers are going to win. I think the Rangers are a better team. They're the more experienced team. And I really do truly believe it's their time. I really think the Rangers are going to win the Stanley Cup. Justin is in Floral Park. What's up, Justin? Sally, baby, what's going Dude, on? Dude, where have you been, man? I haven't talked to you in a long Sally, time. It's so, such a schedule, my God. It's like, I don't know if you're on days, mornings, afternoon. It's crazy, Sal. Well, usually overnights, but the last couple of weeks has been a, a little bit all over the you're place. And the utility, man. Yeah, well. You're all over the place, but I love it, man. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. Whatnot, but, get, uh, I'm going to get Sally nestled in. like it's 1994 here, Sal. Correct, Justin. Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm ready for the party like it's 1994. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like the last caller said, the Devils definitely do scare me with the speed. But in the playoffs, you know it. It gets very tight during playoff time, and that speed can get negated very quickly. The ice gets tilted. And I do like the experience the Rangers have bringing in Tarasenko. I think Kane will hopefully start stepping up because he's been uh, very quiet as a Ranger, Sal, and he's becoming a little bit of a bust. And I think he might have been injured all year, but hopefully, you know, money on the line, he'll step up. We need him. Hopefully Truba can negate Jack Hughes a little bit, give him some big hits, and right. see what happens. And uh, Are you little... going, what you do? Are you going to a bunch of these games? 
well, I think if Game 3 is, I don't know, if Game 3 is Saturday, I'll be there. Right. Sunday is going to be tough with the kids, with the sports and everything, but if it's Game 3 is Saturday, I will be there. Hey, wait, wait a second, you're choosing your kids' sports over Rangers' know, playoffs? You're, you'll be there with your daughter, don't worry. Oh, I don't know about that, man. I don't know if I can do that. You, I mean, you may be right, I might not have a choice, otherwise I get divorced, but Rangers' playoffs, I mean, come on. I know, I hear you, Sal. Sal, but I'm very confident that they'll get past this round, and we'll we'll talk next round, and I, I have a feeling that they're going to play the Islanders. Don't, oh, baby, so do I. I really do have that I feeling. I think it's setting up like 94. The only difference is, you know, they'd have to probably play the Bruins or Toronto or Tampa in the final, but let's not get there yet. I'd rather, ha- I'd rather have that. That's fine. I mean, the Capitals are out, so they can't go through that same yep. path anyway, but yeah, I'm fine with that, Justin. Look, I, and by the way, don't be a stranger, will you? I, I will call you. Now, Sal, one last thing on the Nickies. Yeah. If, and if Donovan Mitchell kills us in this series, Sal, the fact we couldn't trade, you know, Barrett, Grimes and all those picks is going to haunt us, Sal. So if he single-handedly wins this series for you know for Cleveland, it's going to look really bad for us. Because honestly, top to bottom, we're better than this team. I really think so. Brunson, Randall, I, I really think that they're better than this uh, team. Cleveland's good. I'm they're not going to say the Knicks are better. And thank you for the call, Justin. Good to hear from you. I, I mean, went to a Ranger game with Justin. I think it was last season. And I feel like I haven't heard from him since. What happened? You didn't have a good time? Uh, no, I did actually hear from him since, but then it just kind of went away. I guess life gets in the way, Marco. They get busy, they forget about me, and never call. Damn kids. We had a good time. Anyway, I don't think you could say the Knicks are better than the Cavs. They're good. They're good enough to win. Better than the Cavs. You're disrespecting the talent that the Cleveland Caval- uh, Cavaliers had even before they had Donovan Mitchell. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.